1: It's Property Tuesdays, and with the start of the new year, some of you may have made a New Year's resolution to purchase a new property, uh, to move into a new property, or to even add on to your existing property portfolio. But we're taking a look at what you would need to remember when it comes to uh, property deposits uh, with interest rates where they are and inflation levels where they are. It's harder and harder to finance properties, and some banks might require you to put a little skin in the game, so to speak. I'm joined on the line by the head of Trust, uh, that's Jackie Smith, to take a look at the uh, deposits that you might want to put down when looking or considering uh, a home loan. Good evening, Jackie. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, Where do we start here when we think about the deposit for a home loan?
0: Happy New Year, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, anybody that's looking to buy a house need to consider, you know, have I got the cost? buying the property and normally it starts with one have I got a deposit two is what will it cost me in terms of transfer costs registration costs if I am taking out a bond on the property so yeah I mean those are the kinds of questions what that you ask yourself and then ultimately you know you say okay now I know what I need to pay what, you know, what are my next steps?
1: Mm. Jackie, let's focus on the deposit uh, aspect of it for a minute. How important is a deposit? Because a lot of applicants go for hoping as much of the property is financed uh, by the bank. And you, in some cases, you get 100% financing by the bank. But how important is a deposit? Are there ups uh, or pros and cons to having a deposit in place? Uh, does it affect your interest rates? Uh, what, what do we need to know about the deposit aspect of it before we get to the others?
0: Absolutely. So um, having a deposit is always going to be beneficial for you because what that does is it creates immediate equity for you in the home as well. So let's take one step back that when you're putting in an offer for a property and you're up against someone else and you are having to apply for a 100% bond relative to someone who's putting in a deposit of, let's say, 10% 10 or 15%, the chances are that the seller's probably going to look at the person person who's got a deposit, you know, more than what he would look at you who's going to have to stand in line for the 100% bond, not saying that you won't qualify for a 100% bond. But then once you do the application and your loan to value, which means you are able to put in a deposit is lower than 100, you also the banks look at you more favorably, Jimmy, they would look at, you know, Find the exposure on this house is only X percent. Therefore, they are willing to give you a higher interest rate over the, the, the term of the bond. So there are ultimately um, benefits for you putting in a deposit.
1: Jackie, some might argue that there are also uh, some downsides to a deposit in that uh, you one, you might not have the funds, or two, those funds could be better put uh, elsewhere. Would you say that the downsides outweigh the positives in the long term?
0: Hundred percent. The downsides definitely outweigh the uh, the pro. You know, the pros of putting down a deposit, and also, I mean, what we always say to people is, if you cannot afford it at this particular rate, you know, wait a while, build your deposit, start saving towards that deposit, because you've got to look at the a bond, for instance, over the full period of it relative to, oh, well, I, I'm going to apply for 100% now because I need this 100,000 to pay for a vehicle, for instance, or something. You have got to look at the long term effect that the um, the deposit uh, will have on your loan, so we always advocate that if you don 't have a deposit right now, then maybe it 's not necessarily the right time to buy um right now because you know what happens if interest rate shifts, then you know you you 've got a problem in that space as well, so for us. Start off by looking at what is it that you can afford with or without the deposit. But ultimately, the first call would be start your journey with a deposit and start saving towards that deposit if you don't have it.
1: Speaking of savings, how do you make the most of that situation? You touched on something around interest rates uh, coming up or going up and coming down. And the fact that they fluctuate obviously would affect the savings that you have. How does one maximize on those savings? Are there specific types of accounts we should be looking at to say uh, the deposit for the bond must go into a fixed deposit as opposed to a regular savings account? How do you make the most of that situation while you're planning?
0: Jimmy, I'm definitely not a banker. Um, But, you know, just from looking at um, what's going on in the market and what different banks have got to offer, you want to make sure that you're putting your deposit savings in an account that bears the the maximum interest for you. You know, don't just leave it in a normal savings account. Um, Look at where you know, how long before you want to purchase that property, make sure that you, you know, your hard earned savings is earning the maximum amount of interest and put that in an account. Probably like a call account or whatever, fixed deposits or unit trust or something that you can lay your hands on. You utilize that and maximize the interest. And then there's other things also, Jimmy, not just about maximizing the interest, but you need to set the clear goal. Like I said, you know, have that defined period in mind that if you know you want to buy, in six months or in a year you know what you need to get to how realistic is it for you to get there and then set that deadline set the goals and then you know link your dates to that plan um, in terms of buying a property and you know ultimately what we don't like to hear and most people have new year's resolutions is like assess your spending if you know you want to move out of your parents basement, or um, you want to get into your own apartment, or you want to buy a house now. um, Yeah, assess your spending, you know, set your savings goals in line with what it is that you um, that you can afford. And, you know, reduce your electricity bills, switch off your geyser, your lights, all those things that work for you. But those are good starting points. And then ultimately also what we say to people is be consistent you know so don't what you call knit one slip one you know automate your savings put it on a debit order so that you know every month you know that is what you you are responsible for it will go off you know you build your lifestyle um, around that savings amount or less that savings amount so if you clear if you want to save five thousand a month then you know your um cash available to spend is less than 5000 a month so automate your savings, assess your spending, be very clear on your goals, and then, yeah, maximize your interest.
1: Plan, 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 and make the most of your situation, and you'll come out at the end of it with uh, a good deposit for your property. Thanks so much, uh, Jackie. That was Jackie Smith, who is the head of a Buyer's Trust, on how to make the most of your home loan deposit if you're looking at buying a new property.